0: Recognized as one of the world's greatest philanthropies, Shriners Hospital for Children is an international hospital system recognized for transforming the lives of children throughout expert care and research. And now another episode of the Shriners Hospital for Children Chicago podcast series, Pediatric Specialty Care Spotlight with Melanie Cole. Welcome to the show. Our topic today is spina bifida, and my guest is Dr. Haluk Altiok. He's an orthopedic surgeon and the director of the Spina Bifida Clinic at Shriners Hospitals for Children Chicago. Welcome to the show, Dr. Altiok, What is spina bifida? People have heard this, this name, and they're not really sure what it is.
1: Spina bifida is a term that describes a variety of congenital malformations that is characterized with a defect in the spine. That allows the nerve tissue to come out, so therefore these kids, when they're born, they're usually born with a sac on their back. Um, they have a great variety of you know um uh, uh, problems um, It starts with uh, obviously a a problem with the nerves being out. It allows their muscles to get weak um, most of these kids have um, what we call a increased buildup pressure in their brain. we call this hydrocephalus it needs to be addressed. Um, That's very crucial for them to survive. And um, once they survive, uh, we then uh, deal with these patients and see them in our clinic. So uh, that's a a term that describes a physical um, lack of closure in the back spine.
0: Is it something that's diagnosed while the woman is pregnant or is it usually spotted after the baby is born?
1: You can um, you can actually spot before the baby is born. There's um, a lot of tests can actually point that direction. Ultrasound can be done. Amniocentesis can be done. It's a procedure that you actually collect a sample of uh, fluid. There's a lot of different met- method- met- methods that actually allows you to diagnose this before the baby is born.
0: So tell us what you do at Shriners Hospitals for Children in the Spina Bifida Clinic. When you get a patient and you get a family in there, what? how do you work with them?
1: We do have a weekly uh, multidisciplinary clinic. Um, that clinic has different surgeons. Uh, it brings different surgeons together. I am one of them as an orthopedic surgeon. We have a neurosurgeon. We have a urologist. We have a rehab physician, uh, a doctor, and we have physical therapy, occupational therapy. So we try to um, create an environment that um, um, these patients, when they come in, they will be taken care of uh, under one roof uh, in one day, and we try to address their problems. Uh, There's uh, numerous issues uh, with these kids. Um, uh, The basics is, uh, as I I said, as an orthopedic surgeon, uh, we look at Look at their extremities. We make sure they have appropriate range of motion. Uh, We provide them braces to support and also to facilitate their um, walking uh, potential. Our neurosurgeon um, look into that uh, problem of shunts, and uh, we try to address if there is any shunt problems. Um, Our urologists uh, help them to make sure that their bladder and bowel function uh, are fine, and these kids do not have any kidney or any other problems in the future. It's a clinic that runs um, uh, from morning to noon. We tend to schedule um, about 10 patients uh, so we can actually spare a lot of time and, uh, and give our most attention to these patients. Uh, at the end, uh, we also, if there are patients that we feel that they can be benefited from further um, studies, we also participate them in our GATE studies. So it's a, it's a multi multidisciplinary clinic. Um, It's weekly, and we try to do our best to provide the best care to these children.
0: Doctor, tell us about some of the amazing moments that you've had with children with spina bifida when they've been using assistive braces, and they're becoming toddlers, and they're walking for the first time a little bit older. Tell us what that's like.
1: It's a, it's an amazing um, a testament to a human being uh, how we can be so resilient. Uh, for the families, it's just a joy. Uh, I don't think there are any other words to describe because uh, as a parents, we always like to see our kids to walk. And that's a moment that I actually we cherish and I think we share um, with the families at the same time. We also have moments to see our patients grow up um uh, Become an adult and then become actually successful individuals as they um, go on their journey. So there are many moments uh, for me to actually see these uh, uh, and uh, and uh, and be happy to see the um, the joy on the families' faces and also to our patients to succeed in their lives.
0: Tell us about children with spina bifida as they grow and they become teens and some of the social aspects, your clinic is very multidisciplinary doctor. So as we talk about the things that these children are going to go through as they grow, what are some of the things that you've seen and what do parents ask you about that time in their lives?
1: Oh, it's a good question. Um, you know, the needs are different the first 10 years of their life, um, pretty much uh, us as the professionals and also the family focus on their well-being um we focus on their ability to walk as they get older as they become more social obviously there are some um psychological uh, impact of not being able to walk or being in a wheelchair uh, we try to make sure that uh, our patients feel no different than any other kids uh, we make sure that they become an independent individual as they get older In order to ensure that we do our best um, in a sense that we provide them the um, utmost care and also we have a service here that we can uh, communicate to our psychologist. We have camps, uh, summer camps. We bring them in to make them uh, feel that they can do, if they want, they can accomplish many different uh, uh, good things in life as any other normal kid. So we do have camps. We do have a service that we actually talk to them as they get older, uh, through the pivotal stage, as they become a young adult. Uh, we try to address their uh, uh, issues uh, to the best we can, and we try to um, see them, try to make sure that um, uh, they become an independent individual as they get older.
0: And you have an on-site pediatric rehab for patients. With that goal of helping them to be healthy and active in their lives, speak about the Pediatric Rehabilitation Center.
1: Well, we have a great rehab center, as you said. Um, we have a rehab a rehabilitation um, a physician, uh, oversees a number of physical therapists and occupational therapists. Um, our Shriners Hospital has beds that we can actually uh, assign uh, to either surgical patients or rehab patients. At a given time, we invite these patients to come in to stay for about a week or two based on their needs. So our occupational therapists see if they need any adaptive devices, uh, if they need to be trained to cat themselves, to empty their bladders, um, to make sure that they become individual, um, they become independent as they get older. Our physical therapy department has numerous uh, devices that we can actually use to facilitate and train these patients to take better steps and become more efficient as they walk. So it's a quite um, you know a complex uh, rehab center. Uh, as I said, um, as summer camps are included, incorporated into this, to the idea that these individuals, patients, can go out and, and and participate in sports, day-to-day activities, become independent, can cook, can live in an apartment. So these are great, uh, uh, great times for these patients to become independent as they get older.
0: And where do you see the future going for spina bifida research and treatments? Do you do you have a little blueprint for us?
1: Well, you know, uh, things start to change uh, uh, around 1980s. Uh, there was a, a groundbreaking study which found that uh, folic acid is extremely important um, to be taken uh, to prevent the, the incidence of the spina bifida. Since then, uh, we also know that um, there is a possibility to repair the defect while before the baby was born. It's called intrauterine repair. Um, this can be done at around uh, a 24 four weeks of gestation. Uh, That provides um, a very significant uh, um, uh, future um, uh, hope and prospect for these patients. Uh, Those patients who undergone these uh, surgeries, they tend to have less shunt problems, uh, less central nervous problems. In the future, more than likely, we will look into this, and we will see the incorporation of the stem cells, and we will also see a f- certain changes in the way we approach and close these defects to preserve as much as function as we can. So I do believe future will bring many different ch- challenges also and also good things for these patients to become better individuals and uh, more functional. I am hopeful about the future.
0: Thank you so much, doctor, for being with us today. This is Pediatric Specialty Care Spotlight with Shriners Hospitals for Children Chicago. For more information, please visit ShrinersChicago.org. That's ShrinersChicago.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.